My Mother Taught Me. I smoked my first cigarette when I was five years old. It wasn't easy. It was wet from the rain. It took about half a box of matches Max Reese snitched from their kitchen to keep it going. We found the pack of cigarettes in a train coal car across the street from our house. I don't know if the nicotine from the tobacco or the sulfur from the matches was worse for my lungs. I did it for curiosity, also because, well, Max knew where to get the matches, and partly to impress my mother. She was always telling me how big I was getting and how I could reach the kitchen faucet handle, the light switches, open the car door. I thought, she will really think I'm grown up when I tell her this. Max took off for his house to put the matches back before his mother found out they were gone. I ran across the road and found Mom in the doorway of the kitchen. Ma, guess what? Me and Max found some cigarettes in a train car, and I smoked one. I waited for her to say, oh, you're getting so big. Instead, I saw a look I had never seen before. I had seen love, laughter, even irritation in her face. I had never seen this deep sadness. She pulled me close to her and said, I hoped my little boy would never do that. I still remember those words. I remember her expression, and I knew I never wanted to see that again. I would have sooner had a weapon, which was out of the question from her or my dad, than the disappointment I saw in her face. I wasn't quite sure what I had done wrong, besides playing with matches, I found out later. When I did know, was the day I smoked my first cigarette, was also the day I smoked my last cigarette. My mother taught me other important lessons. I was reminded of one a while back when I heard this joke from a redneck comedian. Had a fire in the bathroom last night. Lucky it didn't spread to the house. That joke, minus the fire, describes our house for the first years of my growing up. But then we leaped into the 20th century and got indoor plumbing. World War II was a contributing factor. Because of the war, the government built a new steel plant they named Geneva on the shores of Utah Lake. My father, who was turned down by the draft for eyesight problems, got a well-paying job at the plant. This provided the money to build the new accommodation. On the other hand, the war effort rationed many things, including toilet bowls. I'm still not sure how toilet bowls are used in a war. I'm not even sure I want to know. I want to ask. We had a fair wait with the uncertainty until we finally were able to purchase this home improvement. In addition to not being available at the whim of a shopping spree, the gleaming white porcelain bowl was not cheap in terms of our home improvement budget. Being porcelain, it was also potentially breakable.
My mother gave us careful instructions, demonstration, and testing on how to open and close the lid without letting it fall, possibly putting us out of the indoor bathroom business and crippling the Allied war effort to some extent. My brother Gordon and I watched carefully, then successfully passed our skill test. The great moment came. We experienced the first flush of success. Sorry, couldn't resist. Life was better, especially in the winter. Then one day, we were at the city dump. My memory grows foggy at this point, but I assume we were there taking trash to the dump, not from the dump. Things were tight financially, but not dumpster diving tight. Gordon and I were off inspecting the interesting offerings cast from our little town. Mother called authoritatively, Come here. We came. She pointed to a ghastly scene, a white porcelain toilet with part of one side broken out. We stood solemn and stunned. Secretly, I hoped it was wounded in the war by a howitzer shell and not the result of some kid dropping the lid. The poor prodigal, now stabbed with guilt every time a family member leaves the house in winter to visit the, uh, quote, facility, unquote, out back. Whatever the cause of the catastrophe, Mom reminded us again how important it was to set the lid down gently. Though she rarely mentioned it, I'm sure I often fell short of Mom's expectations. At my request, we got a correspondence course on playing the piano. It is moldering somewhere in its original male wrappings. Move quickly, she admonished me to that. My quick was her stopped. We've packed enough socks for you to wear a fresh pair every day. Then at the end of the week, wash them all for the coming week. Her parting words to Gordon and me as we left on our great summer adventure working in the Kinexu Forest in the Idaho Panhandle. We meant well, but there were always so many things to do after work that were much more fun than washing socks. At the end of the summer, I suppose, we hiked out of camp for the last time and left the socks lined up, standing stiffly at attention in front of the tent. But, with a clear conscience, on the Day of Judgment, I will report that never, from the men's room of the New York Waldorf Astoria Hotel to a thousand truck stops as a traveling troubadour, to the latrine tent of a Boy Scout jamboree, never did I on purpose drop a lid on a toilet bowl, and I am sure I never shall. The lesson is engraved on my DNA. I think my mother would not necessarily be proud to hear this, more like puzzled. I'm sure she's forgotten the whole thing. As a parent, I identify, although I don't understand either. 
Why is it that we can drum great words of wisdom into our children and the pearls will, in the words of my mother's generation, go in one ear and out the other? And yet our children take some offhanded comment or action we do and make it an article of faith. More sobering to me is how healthy was the smorgasbord of words and actions that I prescribed presented to our children to pick from. They have turned out to be pretty good citizens, pretty respectable citizens. So I hope that reflects our parenting. And I'm glad I followed my mother's counsel to be gentle with toilet lids. In part, it has made me who I am. In the interest of full disclosure, though, I must add, I worked summers during my college years in, the, in a service station. Once, while cleaning the ladies' restroom, the top of the water closet slipped out of my hands, fell, and smashed a hole in the bottom of the unit on the back of the toilet. Water ran everywhere, and we had to replace the fixture. The station manager was a good-hearted guy who took my clumsiness in stride, but he did say, you only have to shine up the outside of the water closet. Why did you take the lid off in the first place? I said, Mom never mentioned that. He looked puzzled. Growing up, I learned many things from my parents. I also learned lots of things at school, some of them in the classroom. <laughs>